on this computer. Okay, so welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club Week 16. And today we're going to be talking about intentional feasting and we're also going to be talking about goals. So plan for today is I'm going to go through our philosophy and then talk about our Naturally Healthy Club process. And I've got a bit of news to share and then we'll recap last week's lesson where we we spoke about gentle goals and then we're going to take the gentle goals the next step and I'm going to share with you uh, an exercise that you can do in your own time but I just want to talk you through the goal setting exercise and then we're going to set our intentions for um, Christmas day if you're celebrating that and or whatever feast you're celebrating and talk about intentional intentional feasting and then we'll jump into coaching if if me and Naomi are the only ones here if, if Naomi needs coaching we can coach um oh yeah and I want to hear Tony wins too okay so naturally healthy club philosophy I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy I'm way more powerful than I think there's no rush use this all the time there's no rush yes I weigh xxx and it's okay so just coming at the tracking from this place of self-acceptance how do I want this to go favorite question of all time for being intentional overeating isn't worth it there'll be plenty of amazing food in my future or actually a couple of people have said that they really like um yeah I can have it later there'll be plenty of amazing food later like that's a bit more specific uh, I change best when I feel good so just a reminder to just to notice the progress because we can always, whatever circumstances have happened, we can always look back on those with eyes of criticism and not good enough and not making progress and tell a story in that way. Or we can look for the evidence that actually we are making progress. We can, we can, we are like, we did do this little thing right. And the way we feel when we look for the positives is completely different to how we feel when we're criticizing ourselves. And when we're feeling in that, that when we feel good, when we feel like we are making some progress, we're way more likely to keep going and we're way more likely to get a lot more progress as well. So it really is an important part of what we're doing. And that's why I send you those emails on Friday to remind you to post your tiny wins in the group. Next one is I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, and then our Naturally Healthy Club process. So remember there's four parts to it. Remember L-I-T-E and... The L is for listening to our to our, our bodies and the thought that goes along with that is that overeating isn't worth it or it isn't worth it. And the habit that goes along with that, we've got the tummy challenge. So that's actually a you know a, a, a defined end period, like a project you can do to learn this skill of listening to your body. But the other thing you can do is uh, one, two, two options. One called that someone... Uh, in the previous group, she called it LBB, so leaving bites behind. So actually set an intention that to most of the, most meals, unless you are like, you know, I really need to finish this to feel satisfied, to actually set that intention before you start eating of actually I'm going to leave something behind just so that you can build that muscle and build that skill of feeling that discomfort of leaving food behind. 
because it, there is some discomfort always there. And yeah, sure, like one or two bites in the scheme of things probably isn't going to make a huge difference to the scale, but learning that skill of listening to you, of being able to feel that discomfort is because then it means actually when you notice earlier that, oh yeah, actually I'm, I'm pretty satisfied halfway through this, then you'll be, you'll have that practice of leaving food. So it won't be such a big thing and it'll give you that opportunity. Or the other option you can take with listening to your body is actually like, if you are like, I'm so attached to my clean plate, I don't want to feel that discomfort of leaving food behind. The other approach you can take is just serving yourself smaller serves. And some people have used this really, really effectively. Just knowing that with the proviso that if you get to the end of that small serve and you don't feel satisfied, that you go back and get more because we want to make sure that you are feeling satisfied. We don't want you to be starving yourself. That's not a... That's not what being naturally healthy is all about, um, but that you, so you have, as long as you have that option and it's not going to feel restrictive, then serving yourself less can be another strategy. And if you're not sure, like you can just do experiments and play around with either one of those or both of those. And, and just, you know, you might use different strategies on different days that like maybe when you're out eating and you, you, you're not in control of the serving sizes, then you set that intention to leave food behind. Whereas when you are at home, you might want to just start serving yourself smaller, smaller meals. Like there's either or, and it might even be like, if you've like you, some days you serve yourself a, a radically smaller dinner just to experiment and see how that feels. Because sometimes even you might be serving yourself less than what you current used to eat, but even that might still be more than what your body actually needs. So you know, being flexible, experimenting, trying things and just seeing how that plays out, how it feels is, is really what being naturally healthy is all about. Remember, we're on, a, on a, a treasure hunt to find your version of what being naturally healthy is. So then we've got, um, so that's listening to our bodies. Then we've got eye for making intentional choices. And after saying all those things about listening to our bodies, if, we're, if you're not being intentional, if you're just grazing randomly throughout the day, even if you are being intentional at meal times and serving yourself less, you're probably not going to see results on the scale because you can we can pack away, we can add, we can eat a lot of food throughout the day without it actually ever feeling particularly full or feeling like you've overeaten. So the sneaky grazing is something that if you're not seeing results on the scale, definitely look at the grazing first and transition into having proper meals and being intentional with your snacks if you are eating between meals and so it's not just random stuff and get that 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 under control first before you really look at the, the listening to your body so this that's why when we went through when we were learning this process that's why we learned to make intentional choices first because that there is a lot of low-hanging fruit there with what we randomly eat and I recently did an experiment with myself of because uh, I'd noticed some bad habits coming in about snacking when I was cooking and and or and picking at things when I was cleaning cleaning up and pouring myself like cups of tea with like masses of cream in them and I just did an experiment where I just went okay I'm not going to do no more picking after dinner and no no cream and like yeah like my weight which was hovering high, around the high end of where I wanted to be like came back down like I really noticed the difference of those little extra things like how even though I was listening to my body and I was leaving bites behind 
those extra bits after the meal, like they add up. So um, yeah, being intentional, so, so, so key. And the key thought that goes along with being intentional is this thought, like, how do I want this to go? And we'll do um, an exercise around setting our intentions for the holidays soon. And that key habit that goes with our, um, our making intentional choices is our daily practice to just get to that habit of thinking through your day or the next meal on a regular basis. Then we've got T for tracking. So that's pretty straightforward. And just the thought that goes with that is, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And it's okay. And that's the most important part because wherever you are, whatever the number is, being compassionate, being accepting that that's where you are, like applying that radical acceptance is key. It's not something that we want to be beating ourselves up about. It's not something we want to be feeling bad about. And the habit that goes along with that is weighing ourselves. And then E is for enjoyment. One of my favorite parts, I don't know, actually I love all the parts of the process, but the thought that goes along with enjoyment is there's no rush. And the habit that goes along with enjoyment is putting our cutlery down in between bites. And also, if, if you if you want to, like actually anticipating something delicious every day. So every day thinking about something that good that you something that you're really looking forward to, whether it's that you're going to actually eat it that day or it might be something that you're looking forward to in a couple of days, doesn't matter. But we just want to like actually live out, give ourselves that gift of looking forward to our food and really relishing and, and enjoying the dopamine that comes from anticipating um, our food. So that's our process. So in terms of news, um, post of the week prize this week went to Rachel and Rachel had posted stopping sooner. And she said, for some reason, I stopped eating sooner than usual without all the angst and drama that can, um, that can surround that. I can't really pinpoint why, but that's okay. It's a process and I can be curious in it and strive to continue with the ups and downs. So celebrating Rachel for like noticing that she did that and also noticing that usually when she tries to stop, there is uh, angst and drama and like there is that negative emotion that comes up when we're like, oh yeah, like I'm stopping eating. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of, and it can be angsty. Uh, and that's okay. Like, that's totally normal. Like nothing's gone wrong there. Like, of course, like this is delicious food. Of course, you're going to feel a bit of discomfort when you, or even more extreme, like angst uh, when it's time to stop. And even still to this day, like I still feel that I still, it's, I don't feel angst, but I definitely feel there's a little bit of discomfort there and that's normal. Uh, but the thing is that me feeling that discomfort in that moment is so much better because it also means that then I don't feel the discomfort, the massive discomfort later on of my clothes not fitting and feeling disappointed in myself or looking in the mirror and not liking what I see. Like it's like that little bit of discomfort is a good, I feel like it's a good investment for feeling better about myself and my health and my relationship with food overall. So it's a price that I'm willing to pay every single day. Well, not necessarily every single day, but most days. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to celebrate Rachel for noticing that. And, but also that there can be times where, where it, that there, there isn't like the, where the, the, the discomfort doesn't come up and that's cool too. And usually that comes down to the thoughts that you're thinking about whatever's going on so I did some coaching for Rachel this morning just inviting her to think through like what um what what like if you can she can think back to what the thoughts were that she was thinking at the time that caused it to be easy 
and then you can use them more often like that that would be amazing but sometimes you can't and the thought's gone and like no dramas but also like just getting curious when that when she's trying to stop and she's feeling the angst like what are the exact thoughts then and that can be a clue to learn to be able to coach herself or she can bring it to coaching and we can together come up with new thoughts that are going to help it feel you know less less angsty less drama and more calm in in that being able to stop okay um okay so we'll recap last week's uh lesson so last week we spoke about gentle goals and just this idea that gentle goals goals i I use the word gentle on purpose because goals aren't a reason to beat ourselves up or to be mean to ourselves or to be harsh task masters goals are just a a tool that we can use to get what we want and why goals are, are helpful is because they provide focus and they provide clarity and they significantly like when we that whole thing about we can't you can't hit a target that you can't see so if you don't know where it is that you want to get to it makes it really hard to get there whereas when you like get clear about what you want and where you want to get to and you have that focus it significantly increases your your likelihood of achievement and there's a heap of research around people who set goals and people who don't and how like but and you know the obvious the people that do set goals are way more likely to achieve them than the people that don't even know where they want to get to so it's it is a powerful tool and it's also an opportunity the cool thing about goals is that it's an opportunity to build that relationship with ourselves because we're like yeah giving ourselves permission to want something and then we're making a plan and we're going after it and we can um, we can be cheer ourselves on we can look for like we can use it to coach ourselves and we can use it as an opportunity when we fall short when we don't hit our goal that's a beautiful opportunity to be self-compassionate and be kind with ourselves so it's an opportunity to strengthen our relationship with ourselves regardless of whether we achieve the goal or not so I love goals for this reason and this is like the one of the you know, that uh, achieving the goal is nice but this I think is actually the the that's like why I set goals for myself and why I teach this as part of the naturally healthy club uh, and the other thing about um about goal setting is that the cool thing is that we really we always when we set a goal we always win because we either get what we want we achieve the goal amazing or we learn something and sometimes that thing is that we actually you know what I actually didn't really want that thing that a goal that I set up to get and so that can be like so enlightening and so freeing in those moments to go actually you know what I tried to go for this but I actually didn't really enjoy it and didn't really want it like how amazing to like know that and be able to move on and then you know make decisions about what you do want and so we spoke about also last week about the types of goals that there's three types so external goals you have to lose a certain number of amount of weight or maintain weight over the holidays whatever and then there's the internal goals and that's these are goals around more around like how you want to feel so you want to feel like relaxed around food or you want to feel like you have a healthy relationship with food or you want to feel like I mean you're enjoying food more or um, you might want to feel more calm like like any of those feelings goals uh, are options as well and then the other type of goal that we can set is like a process goal where we're learning a where we actually practicing a skill or learning a skill. So it might be that you could have a set a goal around putting your cutlery down once it, you know, for your meals, or it might be that you're going to complete the tummy challenge or 
um, doing your daily practice, you might then set, a, set an, uh, a goal around doing your daily practice and setting intentions. Or uh, it might be leaving bites behind or a goal around serving yourself, like being more intentional with your serving sizes. Like, Or it might be if you've got the habit of snacking after dinner, you might set a goal to stop that snacking after dinner and place it with something else. So heaps of different options there. And then in terms of like how we go about doing it, doing how we go about starting getting started on goals, the first step, of course, is to get clear on what you want and to choose what you want your goal to be. And so we did two things last week in order to help you do that. So one was a visualization exercise and the second was a free writing exercise. And the reason for doing both is that different ways of like having different tools to access what we want can be helpful. Some people respond better to visualizing and some people respond better to the written words. And some people like having both can reinforce and be get help you get clearer. So that's why I do do it two ways. And so if you haven't done that exercise yet, when you are ready to think about goals, uh, I've posted in circle there's a standalone video that just has that visualization and guides you through and has the the written exercise as well so you can you can do that in your own time or revisit that anytime you you feel like like doing that and once you've but once you and the other thing I like to do is like kind of visualize do that type of work and then just sit with it for a while and just see what comes up of like do I have any other ideas or just to- toss ideas around casually like as I'm going about my daily life and just marinate on it for a while and then make a make a choice so I and I think this time of year I'm kind of still in the marination I'm having I'm, next week after Christmas I'll be ready to decide but for now I'm happily marinating in what what my what my goal is going to be for for the summer and so that's so then once you have finished marination and you have made a choice that's when we want to do um some like a goal a worksheet that i have around around setting goals that that's really helpful for just getting clarity on what exactly it is that you're going to do so i'll just share my screen so and we'll go through um the worksheet just and so i'll come on my computer's taking forever to load okay um so this this is again in the resources section in the circle and so in your own time when you feel like yeah I'm ready to to set some goals and start working on them then I invite you to come and do this do this worksheet then but I'll talk you through it now so that you know what it's what it's all about and basically uh the goal so your goal is the result that you want to create by the end by the end of the season like I like to set seasonal goals for each season but or it could be by by a certain date so in this group of the naturally healthy club we finish up at the end of February so uh, that might be you might want to set your goal for the end of Feb or you might want to set it for you know, mid-March when the seasons are changing whatever feels good to you and then then so the you want to define what the goal is and then the question to ask yourself is like, how will you know you've achieved the goal? So if it's a weight goal, easy, you know, if you like you achieve that goal or not, but if it's one of these other goals, like it might be, if you have a goal around your daily practice, then I've achieved the goal when I've completed my daily practice, you know, six out of seven days a week for the duration of the time. Or it might be uh, if your goal is around a feelings goal, like how you want to feel, 
like you could, I, I really, I, I thing I like to do with that is actually rate myself on a scale of one to 10 of like, how am I feeling now about like, how calm am I feeling about food or how much am I enjoying food now? So say, say you want to feel calm around food. So how calm do you feel around food now? And just the first number that comes into your mind. So maybe you're a two and you're like, great. Okay. I'm starting at a two, but by the end of February or by the end of March, I want to well, I want to get to an eight and you can actually, so you'll know you'll, you've achieved your goal when you've, when, when you, if you rate yourself at the end of that, that time and you can you know, choose to rate yourself in between now and then every week, or you could do it every day if you want and track how you're tracking um, in terms of that feelings goal. And it's not an exact science, but it gives you some metrics to, to work with, which, and I think that's really helpful to bring as much, bring some data into it because what gets measured gets improved. So once you're clear on your goal, and if you've got a goal and you're like, oh, I don't really know how I'm going to know if I've achieved it, just post in the group or message me or turn up to a call and ask for coaching because, yeah, like I can help you. I've like I've done a lot of goal setting. <laughs> um, so there'll be, there'll, be some, there'll be a way that we can, we can define that. Um, but, yeah, you don't have to do this on your own. Then the next thing that I think is really helpful, and I got this from my coach, Maisie Hill, is to check, actually, I didn't get it from Maisie, but um, is to check in with your internal inspiration. And what this is, is it's like essentially asking, answering the question, like, why do you want to achieve this goal? Like, why is this important to you? What does it, why does it matter? And the, the follow-up question to take that a, a next step to get in a layer deeper is to ask yourself, like, what's the possibility? What possibility will this goal open up for you? And the cool thing about doing this is sometimes when you think to yourself, why do I want this goal? Then you'll actually realize, actually, no, I don't really know why. This maybe this isn't the right goal for me. Like if you can't, if you don't have a strong reason why, then actually that's a sign that maybe this isn't a good goal for you. So it's a good kind of first hurdle to do. But if you're like, yeah, I really want this goal because it's going to mean this and it's going to mean that I can fit into these jeans I'm going to whatever or I, if I feel calm around food then you know I'm just I'm going to be so much more peaceful that's really good information to know up front and then ask going that next layer deeper of asking yourself like what possibility will this goal open up for you is a really great way to get to the deeper why of, of what why you want to why the goal is important so it might be because this is a stepping stone because if I feel better if my weight goes down and I feel better in my clothes I'm going to feel more confident and that's going to help me get like make, I want to make a change in my career and if I'm feeling more if I'm feeling more confident that's going to help me make that change or if I want to feel more energetic so that I can keep up with my grandkids like any of those, it doesn't really matter, but just so that you're seeing this goal. So it isn't just this one little isolated thing. So you're seeing how it fits into the bigger picture of your life and, and all the things that you have to benefit from it. Because anytime we set a goal and we start working on it, yeah, it is hard. There are always, it's very rare that we set a goal and it's just easy peasy and then we're like, it's done. So most of the time there's going to be a, a trough, that valley or sometimes a couple of valleys that we go through where it feels hard. And so being clear on why it is that you want to do this is going to help having this written down so that you can come back to it is going to help you get through those tough times on your way to on your journey to achieving this goal then the next section is to actually define your rocks 
And so the rock, when I say your rocks, it comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and that we can, whenever we want to achieve something, there's like the big things that we can do that not, don't necessarily take a lot of time but have the big impact there's those big actions that we can take that are going to move us forward close to go- a goal and then there's like all the little kind of that he calls them the pebbles in the sand like the little things that we can be doing to work on our goal that don't actually matter that don't actually move us forward so what we want to do is actually identify what are the rocks what are the big things that are going to move us forward so and get a plan to do those things rather than wasting our time on the inconsequential things uh, so it's a bit of a productivity hack and um, so that with the rocks I really it can be easy to to come up with this list of all these things that oh yeah I want to achieve this goal so I'm going to do you know 10 different things to get there and we we want to avoid that because you know, being naturally healthy is just one part of your life. You've got other stuff going on. So we want to make this, achieving this goal as simple as possible. And so I, I invite you to choose one or two things, maximum three things that you're going to focus on in order to achieve your goal. And if you're not sure, if you're struggling to narrow it down, what, what are my rocks? What should I be focusing on? Again, post in the post in the group or reach out for coaching because I can definitely help you identify those and massage it and and um, and help you come up with the list. So then, once you've identified your rocks, and if it's one, if you can get to one thing that you're focusing on, all the better. <laughs> like that one domino that's going to really move the needle uh, in terms of helping your progress is like that's so that's 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 goal magic when we can just do one thing. Um, so then, once you've got that one or two max three things, then you want to decide. Um, create a tiny habit recipe for them. If it's possible for the the action to become a habit, we want to actually have a really simple recipe so that we're clear on when we're going to do the action and we know what our minimum requirement is so that we're making it as easy as possible for ourselves to do it. Because one of the biggest barriers to us doing anything is that we... um, is that we forget to do it <laughs> or we're not clear about when we're doing it and so it doesn't fit into our lives and we just don't do it. So getting clear on your tiny habit recipe of after I do XXX, I will uh, do a, what exactly it is that you're going to do is a really great way to make sure that you actually do it. And we want to keep that our minimum requirements as tiny as possible because the easier something is to do, the more likely you are to do it. So that's another key part of this is keeping it easy, but also having a minimum requirement to do it. So if you're, for example, if you're, you want, your goal is to feel more intentional. And so, you know, you've achieved this if you've um, completed your daily practice, you know, every day or six days a week or five days a week, whatever you decide um, in February. And then the tiny habit might be, you know, after I, sit on the loo for money is after I sit on the loo in the morning, I'll open up my five minute journal app and do my daily practice. And so my minimum requirement is that I just open the app. Um, and I, if I open the app, then that's, I count that as a win. And we want, so yeah, keeping the habit as tiny as possible so that it means that you are actually going to do it is key. So once you've got your habits, then the next part, which is very helpful is to actually anticipate the problem. So when you're in this planning phase, actually thinking through and go, like coming up with one to three problems or challenges that you can encounter 
in your plan on your way to achieving this goal or to implementing those rocks that you've decided on and then actually coming up with ideas of like how can you how can you navigate those so that you're solving for those potential issues so that you don't they don't become things that derail you so for example a daily practice example your one problem might be that I forget to do it so then you might think through okay well is my trigger for doing that habit specific enough is it something that I do every day and you might want to go actually I don't always get up and go to the loo first thing in the morning but I always have a coffee so maybe you might decide I want to link it to my coffee habit or you might go actually you know what might make more sense for me to do it as soon as I wake up in the morning like before I get out of bed like doesn't matter what it is but you just plan come come up with ways to navigate the problem or yeah so I won't give you more examples you you, you get the, the, the gist and again if you're not sure about like potential problems I'm totally happy to help you help you with those as well and the more detail you can be up front in this planning process the higher the likelihood is of you achieving the goal because you're, you're you're essentially setting yourself up for success by thinking through the problems in advance. Um, and so when you're ready to do this, you can just do it in any any note or wherever you, you like, but there is a, a worksheet if you want to print that out, if you like to have printed things. And then just this recalibration worksheet, that's a worksheet that we will use when we're checking in with our goals. And um, and so that's something that we do along the way as we're um, on that working towards our goals. So you don't need to worry about that for right now. So that is, um, I'm just gonna check, that is our goals worksheet. Um, amazing. Okay, so actually I'll save this for the coaching section. I'll just copy this. And we'll stop screen share. Um, okay, so now let's get a plan for your intentional Christmas or whatever, if you are intentional feasting. And so the thing I wanted to talk, remind everyone with intentional feasting is that naturally healthy people totally overeat sometimes and that's okay. And, like, and that also like part of our evolution is that we had times as a species, as, a, as an organism, there were always times where we had feasting, where we ate a lot of food, and times where we were fasting when, or famine, when, we, when, we didn't, when food was scarce. And so it, eating, having, a, having big meals and having big feasts, there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, I think there's actually some benefits to our health to doing that occasionally. Of course, the frequency and the quantity is important still. We don't want to be like totally going mental all the time but I think there are it is nice it, like it, there can be some benefits to our bodies to have that set of reset of eating a lot of food and feeling very satisfied and learning that lesson again about how we don't want how it actually doesn't feel that great to overeat um, so no, naturally healthy people do overeat but they just do it with intentionality and with self-compassion so what I would invite you to do for Christmas is actually just like sometime before Christmas Day, and we can do it now, it's just think through like how do you want your Christmas to go? Or if it's not, if you're not celebrating Christmas, like whatever, whatever next big feast you've got coming up in your life, whether that's a birthday feast or New Year's Eve, whatever, 
and just bringing that intentionality of like, how do I want this to go? What do I want it to be like? And so for me, I'm thinking about Christmas Day, like I want to feel really full. I want to feel like, yes, I've had a big meal. Yes, I've enjoyed it. And I want it, but I don't want to feel sick at the end. So I'm going to want to stop before then. And I also want to like something that I can do is when I'm cooking on big feast days, is start picking early and just be like full before I even sit down to the main main meal so for me how I want it to go is being really intentional when I'm cooking if I need to taste something for seasoning absolutely do that but not be randomly picking and set that intention before I start cooking and reminding myself yeah this is what I want I want to sit down and I want to feel hungry or not necessarily hungry but that I want to feel ready to eat when it's time to eat so that's yeah that that's what will feel good to me I'm going to drink possibly a whole bottle of champagne. No, we'll share a little bit with my sister and maybe one glass, half a glass with my dad, but the rest of it's for me. So I've set that intention already. Uh, but I'm no, also no, I'm not going to be drinking in the evening. Like it's going to, I'll be drinking at lunch and then I'll switch to uh, my sparkling, my kombucha or my mineral water with that. I put some bitters in. I'll have both of those options on the go. Probably make some tea as well. Like I'll be, I'll be well hydrated. That's for sure. Um, and that's how I want it to go. I want to listen to my body. I want to save space for dessert. I want to enjoy the dessert. I'm going to do pavlova ice cream. It's going to be amazing. Um, so, yeah, I'll give you um, a couple of minutes. Name, actually, Naomi, you're the only one on the call. Do you want to take some time now to think through your Christmas or will we, we jump to? Um, well, because of my situation, I've already done Christmas. I did ah, it in November. Right, and my right. my yeah. son was yeah. here. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'm okay. This has been really helpful to talk about the goals, though, because I've actually worked on my goals. I had to I had to do that. I was running into some issues, so I decided to just go ahead and get it clear. Okay, okay, and, amazing. Um, so I'm feeling good about that. I think I'm on track with that. I, I I do like the fact that you you know you're talking about the idea of a feast. I think is important in our culture. And that, you know, that sometimes we do want to enjoy everything. And all you're saying is just be aware of what it is you really want yeah. in that. Like make the choices kind of. It's not like you have to make a choice ahead of time exactly how much you're going to have of everything except maybe alcohol and dessert. But, you know, that you're really, uh, it's really about feasting, which is such a great word. Yeah, it is. Like when you think of it, it feels like you, yeah. you and when you say feast, like you have to it's smile. It's kind to of say like it, a party, right? right? There yeah, is something is totally a party. Yeah. I think I think it's good timing too, because I think um, you know, we've been doing this for a while. We're kind of halfway mark. And I think at least for me, it's kind of like, okay, I really need to get clear on what I want to achieve now. Because yeah. in some respects it's been phenomenal I've learned a lot in other respects I really feel like I have um either held myself back or not kind of followed through with mm. things that, that are important to me so I think it's um it, it's really nice to remind us that it's both and that it's not about restricting ourselves from pleasure in this life but that there are many ways to be kind. It's also not kind to ourselves to, um, you know, be always overeating. So it's it's really it's really about balance for me. I think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, Naomi, um, how do do you want to share what your 
did you so do you feel clear on your goal for the rest of the yeah i mean i don't know if this would work for others so i think i mentioned last time that you know the weight thing has not been good for me uh, in the sense of it hasn't moved the whole time in fact um recently i've been the heaviest i've been before i started the program or whatever I've had times where I was the the, the lightest I'd been for a long time too. So yeah, so that, you're playing in a narrow window, aren't you? It's yeah. Like so this really who's... trying to figure figure that out. So my goal is going to be pretty simple. I am trying to figure out what is reasonable and sustainable, but I do want to lose X amount. Yeah, great. In the next ten weeks, so I'm okay. actually de defining that. 10 weeks. And this is kind of what I kind of want to do. And it's brand new because I'm not doing this with a diet. I'm not doing this with counting calories, but I'm doing this all with intentionality. So it's like, yes, I want to wait. Pretty exciting. I want to wait. This is with intentionality. I'd actually put that in my goal. It's like, I'm doing this yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Like way. that's going to be the only thing that's going to work in a way that I'll be happy with at the end. Cause I know I could make it force it. And um, it would be really unfortunate because it would just be wasting my time doing the same thing I did before and not really um, learning that I can trust myself in some way. Yeah. However, it is important to sort of actually say that goal out loud to myself because I've been kind of skirting around it. It's not about that. It's not, not about, about that. It is kind of that. I already know how good I feel. When I'm that way, it's not like I have to figure out the why. I get it. Um, so the two main goals associated with that, um, the first thing, it's going to sound so simple. It's kind of ridiculous, but there are things I'm, I, I have been doing. So the yeah. first thing is really three proper meals and one little tea time, one okay. little kind of treat tea time thing. thing. So, and... The thing about that is that I really have, like I, I do, I'm fine. And then I'll get into grazing or I'll get into, I'll it's also so get easy, into the thing of where I'm not grazing, but then I'm kind of uh, sneaky adding things to my meal, which is really not part of my meal, but I'm kind of like extending the meal. Like it's not after dinner, but it's, it's a weird thing I do because like I kind of convinced myself this is still part of the meal, but it's actually not. I'm like, I'm going right, back. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's really yep, fun. yep. So that's a really important thing for me because I love it when I'm eating in a balanced way. Um, I am going to have to be aware of the amount, but I'm not focusing on that as much as as just, just following that simple thing. That yeah, cool. outside of those times, it's not an eating time. I am not going to start because I get to have another meal or another. Yeah. It's going to be okay. So that's one of the things. I think when I, um, if I do get derailed, which of course is going to happen at some point, I'm just going to really tell myself that I can begin again at the next meal. Yes. You know, yeah. Like because the other the other night I I I overate. I felt really crappy physically, which makes it's just I hate feeling that way. Me it's too. not my way it just is so depressing and when I got up like I was not hungry I felt kind of sick I felt kind of bloated 
And um, I didn't, I did have breakfast, but I had it later. I had it a couple of hours later and it was really small. So the idea was I'm still going to have three meals. I'm still going to do that. Yeah, but, I, but I, the amount of it was like, so I just kept that rhythm. Yeah. Going, keep your circadian really rhythm going. That, yeah. That really Crazy. You have that evidence that it works. Naomi. Yeah, it was good. So the second goal is, um, is around alternative coping strategies for my emotional, like if I'm feeling emotional ah. or so like, I haven't really like isolated the things that I know can be helpful for me. And there are really four areas. One is movement, whether it's yoga, Pilates, walking, Zumba, whatever, I need to move my body. So that's one that is really helps me. Um, the other is meditation, which is not always easy because of already preventative because I'm all if I'm already in that grabby rush state I can't do that um and writing and reading so those are the things that I want to um use explicitly for you know sort of preventatively but also when it's just like it's after dinner and it's just like I don't need anything I've had my you know you know what I mean it's just yeah but you're feeling picky picky yeah, and cool. I think um, you know, I I know this isn't a separate goal, but it's related because if I if I get derailed or I don't follow that, um, self compassion is a real thing for me. I need to be able to know like it's totally not the end of the world. It's just a moment in time. I've had other amazing moments in time, and I will again. And just it's it it's doesn't say anything human, about me yeah. as a human or anything because. I think that's, um, I know with uh, others in the group as well, that's that's the thing, you know, we forget to be uh, kind to ourselves. We're doing the best we can. We're doing what we can. So um, I've already kind of started this process and it's already making the, the needle move. So I don't know, you know, I'm much more in an I don't know state than I yeah, have been before. I'm mean, not overconfident at all. I don't feel great. like that. <laughs> You know, okay. but that seems to feel right for me in terms yeah, of Yeah, this is a yeah. really solid plan, Naomi. Like, yeah, yeah, that's Let's it. See. So by having those, like having proper meals and then taking care of your emotional needs, like yeah. without, and if you are turning to food, like, you know, only doing a little bit rather than having a lot in yeah. those moments, that's going yeah. to be enough to take care of the, the, the I think the it, I, I think it will. I think it'll, yeah. it, it, because it, it's such a stunning immediate shift right away. Um, I think that the, the challenge will be is just to keep doing that and not to see it as, okay, well, there's going to be, you know, one of the tricky thoughts that comes up is like, okay, it'll be 10 weeks and then I'll be over. But it's really yeah, no, this is just, just a really beginning. ten weeks, a hundred weeks of forever number of weeks. It's yeah. just I do want to just establish these things as habits. This is how I want to live. I want to. This is live how I want to live. That's a yeah. really good thought. This is how I want to be yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah. So that it's not a temporary. I'm doing this because it's part of you know my weight loss strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. What do you think? 
I think that like my only concern is that with the um with the one one around the taking emotional care of yourself, you've got four things in that bucket. So if you had to cut it down to one thing, like so yeah so like definitely like definitely still do the movement definitely still do the meditation but see them as like these are the habits that I'm doing but what's my minimum requirement going to be I'd I'd have like yeah and I think you know I was thinking that last week when or whatever week it was when you were talking about writing because what was work what's been working for me is just um putting something in the um, notes ah. section of my five minute journal on, on my phone. Um, that's something that I can do anywhere. Cause I have my phone with me yeah, all the time. Exactly. Meetings. I can do it. Uh, you know, I don't have to stop what I'm doing and put my runners on. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's like, I just have to press a button. Be the most, yeah. Yeah. And it's the most relevant because it's related to insight. It's related to reflection, whereas reading is is really good self-care and I love it and it can be very motivating, but it's it's not it's kind of more more of a distraction rather than a coping strategy. If yes. that makes sense. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, because it, it doesn't help you process the feelings, whereas yeah. writing down can help you process the feelings. And I'm actually so you're thinking to, I should just kind of focus, like, it's not that I won't use the other things, but just kind of focus I would on just, that. Yeah, like give it, that's okay. my, yeah, that, that's, that's, this that's is, this is for the next t- 10 weeks. Like this is my proper meals. Definitely making okay. sure you have that delicious tea, tea time treat that you're looking forward to. Yeah. And and writing yeah. writing down every day like whatever that and actually in you'll be ahead of the cuz in January I'm going to invite everyone to do a feelings challenge and the the feelings challenge is just going to be to write one word every day like yeah about how you're feeling <laughs> i yeah, feel absolutely. hot <laughs> i'm sweaty <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah like and just and of course you can write more but just to have that that's the tiniest like that yeah yeah. yeah. And I think like so it feels having good. That, I feel excited. Yeah. Having that, that you can, you do it ad hoc, but also I'd actually, and I'd, I'd set the intention that if I have an overeating session or I go back and start doing my sneaky add-ins to my dinner, that's a mm-hmm. sign that there's something here for me to feel. So let yeah. me, I'm just going to, I'll just, I can come back to the the food. I'm just going to do a quick note in my, in my app. And often like I, guarantee what will happen is you'll start writing you'll process whatever it was and then you will have forgotten about the food and then you'll be like oh actually no I don't need that anymore (laughs) like like well it's interesting because actually when I start to write about it just the the realization that this is a sneaky thought like I'm still I still need more food or something I still need something else or something I don't know what but I need something I mean that is that real it's kind of blatant it kind of defines <laughs> yeah. what the issue and like it would be silly to just go back I'd have to actually go to sleep to go back <laughs> and keep eating after that right because yeah. I've already just discovered something it's yeah it's weird it's a, it's a very interesting thing so I don't know yeah well, but well, it's like that'll I, switch you out of snacky mode and switch you into yeah. like compassionate self-compassion mode yeah 
Yeah, so Happy great, Danny. I'm loving this. Yeah, so good. You're ahead of the game on the golf. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm ahead in some ways, but not yeah. in others. I read yeah. other people's comments and they're amazing. So I'm not quite where a lot of people are, but I'm, we're all where we're meant to be, right? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad yeah. you said that. So my coaching this morning was like pretty much everyone. I was coaching them on like, yes, we're where we, you're where you need to be. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Amazing. individual. It really is. I mean, exactly. and I, I think that's the advantage of this program is that, you know, when you talk about that treasure hunt, it really has been that way that I feel like I've had to, you know, figure out where the nuggets for me and how do I apply it for myself? And I think it, you know, that's why it will be sustainable once I connect it to my actual, the goal that I didn't want to say out loud to myself. Yeah, and you're giving <laughs> you know, yourself permission. I'm, going, you're I'm giving yourself it. I'm permission this to is have actually that goal. Where I'm get. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know why we do that. We're so freaked out about the fact that we've been um, caught in dieting, diet culture, whatever. We're so tripped up by that that we don't even want to admit. Well, that's that yeah losing a little bit of weight could make us feel better. You know, it's like, which is ridiculous. It's okay if we own it and we are making that decision based on how we feel for ourselves. And it's not because somebody else is telling us. Yeah. Or, or there's like, you know, some wrong. bikini competition. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. Like if it's coming exactly. from that internal motivation of like, this is how I, I want to feel this for me then that's right. good. Like that's actually a really healthy thing. And I, th I think the other thing with goals is why we don't want to actually set them is just like that normal fear of not of disappointing ourselves of like not achieving. So mm. yeah, like that's another opportunity with goals is to actually go, you know what, even if I don't achieve this, I, I can take my care of myself in those moments when I'm feeling disappointed. Like that's, well, that, that's, I mean, that's and I was good thinking too. about that too. Like if I don't, I mean, because so much of this is arbitrary, it's like we make up the number in our head. We don't really know exactly what our body should be, should be. Yeah. Um, but I do know at the end of 10 weeks, if I do those two things, I'm going to feel better. If yeah. I'm able to do those things consistently and the number will move, I don't know whether it'll move exactly what I'm saying, but I'm going to feel a lot better than I do now. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with, you know, yeah. even if you don't, you know, we have, sometimes you have to revise your, you don't necessarily meet the idea of what you thought the goal was, but you meet something else, which is even better or just as good. Right? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Naomi. So that's okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Excellent. Oh, we'll keep us posted. Naomi. Yeah. Excellent. Sure. Um, um, by the way, in Jan just so that you know, because I know I'm usually on this call in January, I'm going to have to switch to, um, early call. Okay, cool. <laughs> so just, because of my just because of my schedule. So, okay. Well, that, that's yeah. actually works well. So, cause, so we've got no call next week and then the, um, first week of January, we've just got the early call and then, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That, in that first week of January. And then after that it's um i'm going to do two calls a week i'm back to two calls a week for the rest of january so um but that, that's cool if you're on the early call it's funny because when i first started um doing the two calls this used to be the most popular time and now i guess people are working from home more 
and so they're like switching to the like daytime call um which is awesome yeah. excellent just excellent. depends where you are <laughs> yeah that's right yeah exactly cool okay well we might wrap up there oh actually no there was that coaching that i wanted to give Susie. so she had posted in the group where did i paste that okay so coaching for Susie. so Susie had posted in the group what is it about cookies especially when they come into the house, they derail my goal every time, especially homemade chocolate chip cookies. How do I overcome this obstacle? So amazing, Susie. And chocolate chip cookies, a thing of beauty for sure. <laughs> um, so let's see, where do we want to go with this? So first of all, like, I think like it's just acknowledging that cookies are amazing is is and that you really love them Susie is really great and so you might want to actually set an intention that if someone gives me cookies if cookies come into my house I have permission to have one of these cookies <laughs> but what I'm but I my what I'm what I'm going to do around it is I'm going to be intentional so I'm not going to eat the whole bag of cookies on the fly I'm going to decide how many cookies I want before I start eating I'm going to sit down. I'm going to enjoy them without distractions or whatever feels good to you. If you want to have them with distractions, if that feels good, if you want to have them with milk, if you want to have them with vodka, like, no, actually our Irish, um, Bailey's Irish cream, that might be nice with the cookies or for coffee. Like you decide what feels good to you, like how you want to do it, but you want to just set that intention before you start eating the cookies. And that's, that's, that's how we overcome this obstacle, Susie. It's actually like really simple, simple, simple coaching. And just think about it. Like if, if say you were a champagne lover and someone's opening a bottle of champagne, like this is how we would, that's how you would do it. It would be like, okay, I'm in this situation now. Someone's just opened and handing me a glass of champagne. How do I want this to go? And I would set that intention of, you know what? I don't have to drive anywhere. I'm just going to knock this back. It's going to be amazing. Or it might be, no, I'm just going to, like, I, I want to have a good night's sleep tonight. And I'm just going to have one glass, like, but I'm making that decision before I start consuming the champagne. Because of course, once I start consuming the champagne, I'm going to want more. Um, so I guess the same with the cookies. You set the intention and then say so you've set the intention to have two cookies, like, and make sure your intention is realistic. If you're not normally polishing off 10 and you set the intention for one, you're going to get to the end of the one and that's going to be really hard. So you want to be really, really realistic with your intention. So maybe you might go, okay, I think three would feel pretty good. And so then set your intention for three. And then when you get to the end of the third one and there's still some in the bag, you know, oh, I don't want to waste them. And they're just out of the oven and they're really fresh and whatever sneaky thoughts come up, just coach yourself in that moment. And the more you tune into the thoughts that are coming up in that moment and you can coach yourself like the easier it's going to be to say no and just seeing it as this is a skill that I'm learning. So there'll be times where you set your intention, you blow past it. That's okay. It's like, what can I learn from this? And then just come back to it. You just keep, keep in setting in intentions, keep like, keep practicing that skill. Like you're riding, learning to ride this bike. So you're just going to keep getting back on the bike when you crash and just, just keep going for it, knowing that over time it's going to get easier. But it doesn't have to be perfect. Like there'll be totally times where I drink way more champagne than I should, and that's okay. Like where I go past my intentions on champagne, that's okay. Like in terms of what I used to drink, it's amazing. So that's that's what we want to think about for cookies too, Susie. So I'm glad you posted in the group, and I'm glad I, glad I just saw that just then. That was really good timing. 
Excellent. Okay, well, we might wrap up there. So great, great coaching, Amy. I'm so excited about your goal. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, Thanks yeah, so and, much, Jules. That was great. Yes. And for everyone, so no call next week, one call at the early time the week after. And actually next week I'm going to just share, there's no live call, but I'm going to, I'm going to share a, um, a previous call video, a lesson that um, is, is my you're welcome to check it out if you if you like. You don't have to. And also, I will invite you to share your tiny wins. I want to hear your Christmas wins over over Christmas because remember, we change best when we feel good. Um, and if something comes up and you're struggling, like just post in the group. I'm going to be – I'm working um, throughout the holidays because I've just had six weeks in Ireland, so I, I'm ready for work. So um, I will be just checking on to – logging on to Circle most days. So if you need help with anything, just post in the group and I will – we can coach that so have a have a fantastic christmas everyone and i'll see you guys in the new year